right, so just being honest, if you were going to rate like one out of five stars how much you like the Jesus and Food podcast, please don't say it out loud, but just think of a number in your mind where at one out of five stars you would rate this podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it five stars. I think it's one of the best things, one of the best best podcasts we've ever done, Lindsay. <laughs> it's truly our best. Um, we are giving it a lot of attention and um, we're having, I just think like the guests that we're having on, I mean, they deserve five stars, not necessarily us, but the guests we're having their five star level, I think. Beautiful. So yeah, think about that. You can actually rate this podcast when you do so. It helps get the word out a little bit, uh, subscribe to it, and maybe even uh, give a little review. We'd love to hear from you. And um, okay, so let's do another rating thing. If we had to rate... Uh, let's see, like on a scale of one to 10, um, like how easy is it right now to be overcome with, I don't know, the, just, let's just call it the weight of the scenario. So whether it's unemployment numbers, financial projections, your 401k, you know, the fear of running out of something that you really want in your pantry, but you don't really want to go to the grocery store, how many, uh, weight numbers would we give it i'm gonna go ahead and give mine about a seven and a half yeah i was gonna say eight and some days i'm you know some days i'm better than others but there's always like that underlying heaviness i think in all of us and for me you know the longer we go it's like this is the longest, you know, that some people have gone without seeing family members or friends or their church. And so the longer we go, it does, I feel like it's, it gets heavier because you're missing people so much. Yeah. So we have a friend whose name is Casey Tigret. So he's a theologian in residence at Parkview Christian Church in Orland Park, Illinois. He's also a blogger. Uh, he's written some incredible books. Uh, he has a podcast, which is almost, uh, Almost better than ours, I feel like. So I'm sure it is. <laughs> we will uh, link to that in the description if you want to check him out. So basically, he was making a point on something that he wrote recently where he just said, you know, let's just be honest, it's difficult to stand under the weight of all the, the heaviness in the world right now. So his wife came up with this idea that every night as they sit down to dinner, they're going to talk about one thing from the day that brought them joy or hope or something that was beautiful, and then each of them responds and gives their thing. Uh, there's uh, there's three of them in the family, and then they write those responses down on a small card. Yeah, so this is kind of a version of high-low. Have you ever played high-low? Yeah, that's a really great thing to do. So you play high-low, and basically this is the same thing. You go around at the dinner table, and every family member has to say like their high of the day, like the best thing, and then their low of the day, the worst thing that happened. But I love how this thing is taking away the low. We're not even going to go there because there's a lot of low in our lives right now. So we don't need to call it out. We don't need to speak it out. We're just going to do the high part. And I think that finding the beauty is... Um, very good soul work right now and looking around for what God is still doing and the joy that is still happening, even in all of this craziness. And yeah, then you, you say them out loud, you speak that truth out. And it's kind of one of these things that just really, I feel like it can really bond a family together. Yeah, he's talking about how this exercise that they're doing is a process in fueling something deeper in their spirit. So if there's a pandemic or there isn't a pandemic, like Lindsay's saying, it is soul work. It's like this idea of, okay, we're going to recognize the things that are beautiful and the things that are hopeful. And that pretty much forces us to notice one of our soul's most 
significant needs. And to him, he says, the thing that our soul really needs is awe, A-W-E. Mm-hmm. Um, because those things that like, you know, I don't know about you, but like, I, I feel like I need to be in awe of something every day or life kind of seems dreary. Like, of course, the, the Christian answer would be, well, you be in awe of God. In fact, I remember people in my lifetime saying, we don't call anything awesome. Except God. God alone is awesome. He can't say awesome. Remember the song Awesome God? Yes. Oh, I love that one. Um, but he says, you know, we desperately need to be in awe. And when we recognize like those beautiful things throughout the day, you know, you're recognizing that God is the one that put those things there. Yeah. I mean, you hear from the Bible things that talk about every good and perfect gift comes from God. Yeah. And maybe that'll help us be in awe together. Yeah. It's maybe a little harder to to, I don't know, I go back and forth. Part of me thinks like, oh, it's harder now because you have to actually look through all of the bad news and through all of the bad stuff on Facebook that you're seeing and just really dig and dig deep and find that that gold of good stuff. But then the other side of me is like, you know what? I don't know. I feel extra thankful and I'm in extra awe of just the most simplest of things. You know, my magnolia tree bloomed this week. And I don't know that I've ever thought that thing was more beautiful than right now. And so it's one of these things where it's a little bit of work, but it might come easier uh, because I think we're just really needing it badly. Oh, that's so good. And so I'll, I'll tell you what, if you want to read more about this, he gets pretty deep into this idea and, you know, the, the Passion Week and the resurrection that we just kind of went through. Um, we will link the, uh, the, the full writing that he's done on the description of this podcast because um, it, it, I think probably being, you know, like uh, he mentions the Psalm 4610, the verse where it says, you know, be still and know that I'm God. There's awe that's built into that type of thing. And uh, it probably might be something that might help us through our days as we continue now that we've hit about the, the one month mark of life being just totally different. Okay, and this is the Jesus in Food podcast, so I do want to talk about a food thing. I mean, we already talked about the whole gathering around the dinner table thing. That's obviously a food thing, but Jonathan, before we go, I do want to talk about something that a listener sent us. His name is Don. He's actually a chef. He's like a chef that wears like that big, tall, white hat. Legit chef, yes. Yeah, he's like an amazing chef. So anyway, he sent us uh, a little food thing for our podcast. So it's a this or that, and it comes from the... potato department and what you do is you um you go through all the types of fries basically and you have to choose which one's better so i thought we could just talk through these fries and see um like i feel like we need to come up with like a real winner so what do you like better regular fries or crinkle cut uh boy that's a tough question isn't it it seems like it would be easy i feel like but i have so much affection for both (laughs) i know it's a hard question because for me like it depends if i'm doing cheese fries i want crinkle because i want those ridges to be full of cheese you know what i think i am gonna go ahead and go with crinkle because on average i find that crinkle cut uh fries are bigger they are oh they're at least what twice as big three times as big so okay bigger and they're better for holding toppings like ketchup or cheese but the regulars they are have super ridges good. yeah the yes. regulars are super good if you're just going to do like salt okay what about wedge fries what do we think about wedge okay wedge fries would be they're thicker they're kind of in a triangular shape um even though those are tend to be bigger than the crinkle cut to me there's 
It's, it feels weird to say, but there's too much potato in there. <laughs> no, I agree. I would leave wedge fries for dead every time. Like, I, Oh, wow. I'm sorry to be so, uh, like, whatever about it, but I, if I was had a choice between wedge and nothing, I don't even think I'd eat wedge. It's just, wow. it's too much. What about curly? Love curly. Oh, 100% uh, Arby's and then, I mean, yeah. I, I tend to forget about curly fries, but when they emerge... Um, I, I am, I have joy. They're so good. Like, you know, you get the like really curly one and there's only what, like maybe two or three super curly ones in each like Arby's pack. But I feel like when you get it, it's like you, you've won the jackpot. Okay. What do we think about waffle fries? Waffle fries. Okay. So that would be Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anywhere else that really does a good high quality waffle fry. I'm having trouble. I can't really think, think they sell them at the store, like in a bag, but I, I'm trying to think of, I don't, I can't remember of any other restaurants that sell them, but what do you think about those? I mean, that's a lot of potato too. I love them. I mean, I absolutely love waffle fries. Okay. Um, the, the problem that I tend to have is that just like the curly fry, it seems like they go too fast. Okay. So they're so good that you eat them so fast. I wonder if it's the holes that are in the waffle fries. Maybe, you know, if wedges had holes, maybe that would solve the problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about tots? What about tater tots? Oh, man. Total they're nostalgia tots. on that. Oh, Love it. They're so good. Remember, like, in grade school or high school, they would, I mean, tots was like a food group of, like, the cafeteria. Like, right. they exactly. served them with everything. You know, now they make, um, like, tots for I call it tots for kids, but it's basically like broccoli tots, cauliflower tots, but they still look like tots. And so the kids don't know you're giving them vegetables. I didn't know that. Wow. It's genius. Okay. We just got two more. Um, cheese fries or poutine? Uh, say it again. <laughs> cheese fries or poutine? You know what poutine well. is? Just to be safe, I'm going to have to go with cheese fries. <laughs> okay, poutine is fries, and that has gravy on it, and sometimes a meat, but sometimes not, and then cheese curds. So poutine is kind of cheese fries too, but it's got a gravy and not as much cheese. It's how really are you good. Spelling, how are you spelling the poo part of that? P-O-U. That's sick. No, it's not. It's P-O-U-T-I-N-E, and it's Canadian, and they're very. it's very good. Oh, okay. You'll have to try it sometime, but I think cheese fries is like the all-time winner for me. You talk a lot about cheese fries, and I got to tell you, it's it's a beautiful thing. In fact, I remember not that long ago, um, I was going to go on a hike with my family at this state park, and I was telling you all about, you know, well, we're going to go on a hike, and it's going to be three or four miles, and my kids usually don't like to hike that much, and it's all about, you know, the activity level, and the weather's yeah. starting to get nice. And do you remember what you told me? I said, get the cheese fries. <laughs> there's there's so, a little hut, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. across the street, down a half a mile or whatever, that I, I guess, uh, and I, I didn't, we didn't end up making the trip, so I unfortunately don't have a, like, so a report on that, but you said they're really quality cheese fries. What's the name of this park? We gotta we gotta tell people. Um, uh, Kinnecock? Kickapoo. No. Kickapoo. Kickapoo State Park yes. near Danville, Illinois. Yes. Okay. So Kickapoo State Park, they have like um, you can rent a kayak, you can rent a canoe, whatever. But let me tell you something: if you only go there to eat the cheese fries and you don't want a canoe and you don't want a kayak, 
get the cheese fries. They might be the best I've ever had. They're so good. And the yeah, it's like right the this little hut of food. You'll see it. it's right by the parking lot, and um, the kayak rental, and it's. It, they're just like the best. The cheese you're is talking so to somebody, hot. You're talking to somebody here, Lindsay, who actually made a special trip to the East Coast to visit a very particular donut shop. Yeah. And also made a, a special trip to Cincinnati, Ohio to visit a certain grocery store. I will travel. I will travel for good food. So if you need to travel, you got to do it. Okay. Last thing. Um, would you rather dip your fries in ketchup or mayo? Oh, ketchup. A hundred percent. I didn't even know we could do mayo. Did you know we could do mayo? I've heard of that, but, you know, there are certain stereotypes that go along with people that dip uh, <laughs> dip fries in mayonnaise. Like what? What's the stereotype? I mean, I think uh, they do this in, like, um, other countries. England, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's generally that they're less accepted in society, like they're people that oh. are more subject to ridicule, really? uh, that maybe don't have great judgment in their life, maybe they're prone to bad financial investments, you know, no. maybe you just can't trust them. Well, here's the thing, ketchup is great, except I have some family members who quote-unquote don't like ketchup, which I still don't get it. Wow. Um, I know, but I didn't even know we could dip fries and mayo and now that i know that this is a thing like i'm gonna start doing it because mayo's just so good beautiful thing uh okay well there you have our little potato breakdown um this is obviously the jesus and food podcast and thank you to don from hersher illinois who suggested this food topic so if you want to suggest one to us you can leave one in the uh in the comments section you can hit us up on twitter um, twitter.com slash WBGL mornings or however you want to get a hold of us. Yeah, thanks for listening to today. Thanks for listening today. <laughs>